Tennessee basketball. George Mason coverage of the Vols brought to you in part by our friends at the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to Hemp House Chat with 2Ts.com, Hemp House Chat with 2Ts.com. Please support our sponsors. They're why we're here as far as Hemp House Chat, which is right down below with 2Ts.com. You can use the promo code HOOK and get 10% off. How awesome is that? Thoughts on the Vols uh, last night? So Tennessee had, on paper, did the one thing I said they should do, which should be encouraging, which is this. What's the big question I have about Tennessee, Dave? It is, I, I have no question about their shooters. I think they have enough shooters. I have no question about their ability to beat anybody on any given day because they have the talent. I think if Tennessee played a seven-game series, they might win against any team in college basketball in a seven-game series. I've said that for a while. Um, it's, pr it's a pretty cool the, statement. Yeah, the I mean, question I, I is mean, if, seriously, I'm, it sounds sarcastic. My, you're going to be like my wife eventually. Are you being sarcastic or not? No, that's a <laughs> that's a pretty cool statement. I mean, I, I when I think about it, I'm, we might want to call them out of that. Go go ahead, finish your thought. Okay, so the question was always in March in a one game series when it's winter go home and some team gets red hot shooting the ball. Can Tennessee match them offensively? I think they have enough shooters to do it, but the question was always, do they have an inside presence to take the pressure off the shooters? Last night, Jonas Adu, you would think, proved that they do because he had 17 points and eight rebounds. I'm here to tell you that 17 points was not how you wanted Jonas Adu to get the 17 points. You know how many of those buckets, you know how many points he scored, Dave, and, when, and you know the circle underneath the basket? You know how many points he scored underneath the circle, inside the circle? The charge circle? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many? Two. Most of his points, he had two three-pointers, like four fadeaway jumpers. That's not what you want from Jonas Adu. You want him to out-muscle people in the circle. Because if he's winning on these fadeaway jumpers, he's not going to shoot like that every game, guys. What you need Jonas Adu to do is you need him to command a presence down low that allows for Santi Vescovi to shoot from outside, that allows for Jordan Ganey to shoot from outside. And if he can't do that, you're going to have issues in March. Now, Toby Awaka did do that off the bench. And I think that's a good sign. He had 11 points. And Jonas Adu is a great passer underneath the basket, which, by the way, in this day and age and with fluid basketball, bigs, if passing is probably as important as scoring of a skill for bigs underneath. They got to be your best passer, better than your point guard, right? This day and age in basketball. Yes. I mean, I, I think you, you, you almost have to have a point forward. Nowadays, don't you? You have to have a guy yeah. who plays the four who has the ability to pass. And I think that's the key, too. Now, I will argue this. Okay, everybody's going to get mad at me because he's a fan favorite. And everybody got mad at me because I didn't, I wasn't crazy about Joe Milton. And I thought he had a glass ceiling. Guys, I think the same thing about Zakai Ziegler. I mean, how tall is he, Caleb? Five, nine, something like that. Okay. I mean, at some point, you're, you're too short to be able to get off a good shot. And that's why he's shooting. 10 feet behind the three-point line at times. I'm sorry. I know he's a fan favorite, but there is a glass ceiling there. I mean, that I don't see with the Scoby, that I don't even see with a do, that I don't see with other guys. I think there's a glass ceiling with Zakai Ziegler. I, I, I don't want to be mean, but how how good can they be with him? Well, did you yes, like him? Do you, li do you I, like him, love him, or eh? I like him because here's, look, a huge part of basketball and Rick Barnes still likes tempo. Rick Barnes loves transition buckets. Rick Barnes is very big. If you can get out in transition, you score. You don't try to like set up your offense. That's one of his best assets. Zakai Ziegler is amazing in transition. 
I mean, he's the best transition basketball player on the team. Him and Josiah Jordan seems. Um, Travis says it's a concrete ceiling. ceiling. So Travis and I, I agree after we disagreed all year on Milton. I think Zakai Ziegler is, yes, he's a little out of control at times. He's still getting healthy and getting back. But yes, he has a glass. Yes, he has a concrete ceiling. But when you're playing with Santi Vescovi, Dalton Connect, and Josiah Jordan James and Jordan Ganey, it doesn't really matter if you have that concrete ceiling because other people, other players can help you with it. And you've got other players to get the ball to. The issue comes down to the post. And I'm starting to say you might maybe want to make a switch. Everybody excited about Jonas Adu last night. That's not indicative of what you're going to see. If your if your if your center scored 17 points because he hit two threes and three fadeaway jumpers, that's not going to be a common thing throughout most of the year. Okay, let me offer you this, and tell me if this is a terrible analogy. My son and I went to see Kevin Durant and the Hawks, um, like way back in what was February, January, um, because we wanted to see Kevin Durant and say we saw a Hall of Fame player, and we thought some of the other guys might not load management. Um, but, uh, some did, but anyway, Trey young was having a big night. That game was close. There was about seven, eight minutes left. You know what they did? They put Kevin Durant on Trey young and that game was over. I mean, it was like a 18 point swing and, uh, the Nets ended up winning by 10. Can't you do that with Zakai Ziegler? Doesn't every team in the sec have a player that can shut down Zakai Ziegler? Yes. But if you do that with Zakai Ziegler, you most players aren't 6'11, but if you do that with Zakai Ziegler, somebody else is open at that point. But and not even, not even, not, not even committing an extra man. I'm just talking about, don't you probably, if you're an SEC team, don't you probably have a defender that you can say, go out there and shut down Zakai Ziegler? Yes, but no, I don't mean you leave somebody else open. There, there, if you do that, there's a mismatch somewhere else. And particularly okay. if, now this is a good thing for Adu because what he did last night, if you do that to Ziegler, and Adu draws his man away from the basket, Ziegler's going to beat that guy driving to the basket every time. I mean, that's the that's Calipari's philosophy. Calipari's philosophy with the dribble drive for years has been, get me an athletic big who can stretch the court just enough so my guards can drive to the basket because my guards are more athletic than your defenders and they'll beat you going to the basket every time. Do you think anybody, like, if you ISO Zakai Ziegler, because that's what happened. They put a big on Zakai Ziegler and ISO him. Guy gets away from the basket. See, the problem with Trey Young, I don't that was with the Hawks, right? Yes. And the Hawks, they don't have any skilled bigs. No, they so don't you can put somebody, else. yeah, you can put somebody on Trey Young, and they can still make sure they have they got they got it covered under the basket. Jonas Adu can at least draw people out. See, they're not gonna do they can't do that. You can't put Kevin Durant on Steph Curry because Draymond Green is still there down low. So so that's an issue. Yeah, I don't know that the Hawks have any skilled littles either. Portions of the program brought to you by Rick Terry, except for, except for of course, uh, oh, who were we just talking about? Oh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Uh, portions of the program brought to you by Rick Terry Jewelry Design. We They want to be your jeweler. And Rick Terry uh, Jewelry Design can do design, but it can also do affordable game day jewelry uh, about the Fire Opals. That's a Tennessee tradition. RickTerryJewelry.com. Brand new website. Check it out. Support our sponsors. That's why we are here. So do you feel like you learned anything? Uh, and I'm asked this of the message board and Caleb uh, about uh, Tennessee's basketball team against George Mason. I mean, do you, um, is there, there any development other than getting connect healthy that could happen in the next couple of weeks? And when they get a break over Christmas that you would say heading into conference play, you feel better or worse about this team 
in the next couple of weeks. I, I think they are kind of what they are until you get Connect back. And have you heard a time frame for that? Uh, I think Connect played yesterday. Okay, um, so okay, so he's he's good to go. Yeah, so he's good to go. Uh, uh, so what have you seen out of this group that that gives you uh, cause for hey this this could be a really good really good tournament team? Okay, so what I see is again it comes to the bigs. They got one big and Jonas Adu who can now stretch the court. If he le if he goes away from the basket, you have to respect him because he hit two threes yesterday. They got another in Toby Awaka who will win every physical battle with you like Grant Williams did underneath the basket. The problem, and what I learned last night, is what the one does, the other doesn't. And you need a big who can do both, right, Dave? You need a big who can out-muscle you under the basket, but also one who could pull you 15 feet away from the basket. And True. Jonas, Jonas Adu will pull the defender 15 feet away. Awaka will, out, will win underneath the basket. Jonas Adu's too soft to dominate underneath the basket. Sorry, he is, guys. He's too soft. Toby Awaka is not finesse enough to pull you away from the basket. You know, in some places, Tennessee is... Well, they, they are the favorite in all places to win the SEC regular season. But in, in some places, they're twice as likely to win the SEC regular season than Kentucky. And that's not every gambling site, but some of them, they are. So... Uh, they, they get respect in the regular season. That's not the issue at all. Yeah, the issue, this team is constructed where they could easily win the regular season championship. The question is, is it constructed? It, it's funny because people always say the NBA plays no defense, but in the NBA, defense wins championships much more than in college basketball because in a seven-game series, defense usually wins out. Now, maybe it's changed today because the way, because of how many good shooters you have in the sport, but let's be honest, Dave, the most underrated part of LeBron's whole career, everybody, he's, it's his, it's his defense. He's the most versatile defender I've ever seen. He can guard all five positions. That's more impressive than his scoring, his passing, or anything like that. Was his? He, he should have been Defensive Player of the Year in 2013. He, Mark Gasol got it. I love Mark Gasol. I'm a Grizzly fan. Should have been LeBron. Prime LeBron shut everybody down. And actually, that was an underrated aspect of Michael Jordan's game, too, as a one-on-one -on -one defender.